Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, the sick yet again, Mr... Eric Robertson. Hi, I'm going to take it easy today. Oh my gosh. You, I think you're just using you always having something wrong with your voice as an excuse to not chime in on the podcast. Thank you for caring. <laughs> we are not in Pleasant Pictures Studios. We are in Southern California. It is the day before Thanksgiving and we are with my family. Uh, so this is episode 106 Family fun survival tips. Woo! Are you excited, Eric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really excited. <laughs> so we're excited to bring this episode to you. Like I said, we are not in our regular studio. If you are new to the podcast, we usually record in our Sir Pleasant Picture studio in Provo, Utah. But I thought it would be fun to try this out, see how it goes. And so we're so grateful that you're here with us. And as we approach on this holiday season, tomorrow in the United States, it's Thanksgiving. And then we've got Christmas and New Year's coming up. Or regardless of what holidays you celebrate, this is a time to be together with family. But I would like to throw this out there. That can be really triggering for some people. Maybe your family relationships are harmful. Maybe they're not relationships that you like. And so these family fun survival tips are also tips for social gatherings in general. Cool. I'm excited. Let's get into it. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I really want to feel your enthusiasm. So let me paint, let me paint a picture for you. Um, I am the middle of five children, and all of my siblings have as big and as strong as personality as I do. If you are new to the podcast, I feel like you probably are already picking up what I'm putting down. Eric, is this a true statement? Yes. So then you've got five people who have a lot to say and a lot to share. We come from two individuals, my mom and my dad, who are also that way. And then people start getting married. There's a lot of feelings. There's a lot of feelings. There's a lot of feelings. There's a lot of um, cousins now. There's a lot of in-laws. And I think the first thing to say is how freaking grateful we can be and should be and get to be if we do have people to spend the holidays with. I had somebody reach out and say, I was doing some dance moves on my Instagram to help when you're in stressful family situations. And they were like, what do, what dance moves do you have to help when I'm away, you know, from my boyfriend in the long distance relationship? And I was like, oh, I think you should just watch a movie and be sad. Like, you know, not that you'd be sad the whole season, but I say that because so often we don't want to let ourselves feel our feelings. We think it's the holidays. I should feel this way. It's the holidays. I should be doing this. And all of those shoulds and all of those expectations really just lead to more loneliness, more sadness, more depression when we just are trying to fight them all the time. So I just want to throw this out there for you. If the holidays do start to trigger loneliness or or just other negative emotions, just kind of watch them and say, yeah, this sucks. So I shared this on my Instagram. I recently lost my grandpa, and that's another reason why I'm down in Southern California for so long. And it's been really, really sad and really difficult. And something that I did differently this time is when I was feeling really sad, I just said, I'm 
really sad. And I didn't try to say, but he lived a long life or I'm so lucky to have had a grandpa. I didn't try to like, you know, platitude it all away. I said, I lost my grandpa and my heart is broken and I'm really sad. And just by saying that and accepting that, I really feel like I was able to carry my emotions, have space for my emotions, all of those different um, wording we put around emotions a lot. I don't know, a lot easier. Yeah, I think I think it helped you heal faster. And again, the, the goal is to not just like move through all of our feelings and not have them, but I think to like really experience a full and rounded life. And so I offer that when we talk about family fun survival tips, when we're coming into the holidays or just any time in your life where you know, your expectations around what your relationship should or not be can start putting you in all sorts of feelings. So now let's get into our tips. I have five of them for you and I'm really excited. The first tip is this, what is your goal outcome? Now, here's why I'm asking this question. When you're going into any situation, whether it's a dinner with friends, a dinner with family, a whole weekend spent with a whole bunch of people, maybe you're going to meet some new family. Maybe you don't have somewhere to spend the holidays and somebody has invited you over and you're feeling like a little bit of an outsider. This tip is good for any social situation. What is your goal outcome? Now, often we have goal outcomes like, I want everybody to love me. I want everybody to be happy with me. I just want everybody to get along. I want to offer you some different goals, some different outcomes to focus on that I think are going to lead to a lot more happiness and a lot more fun. Do you want to strengthen relationships? Is that why, like really think about like why you're spending time as a family. So is the goal really that everybody just have fun and nobody have hurt feelings? Or is your goal outcome that you get to know your family members better or you get to know your loved ones a little better? For me, when we're in this uh, situation of just losing my grandpa and my siblings live down here and they have their different dynamics, right? My goal outcome, especially when there started to be a lot of back and forth and opinions and we should do this and we should go this way, was peace, How can I bring peace to the situation? Because again, if my goal outcome was that everybody get along and everybody have fun, that's just putting like a lot of parameters on everything. And it's kind of setting me up for disappointment, honestly. Because yesterday, my sister was texting me and my brother was texting me and they both just kept saying, just do what's easiest for you and your family. And then I finally turned to Eric and I said, we're not here to do easy We're here to spend time with people. If we were here for easy, we would turn around and drive back up to Utah. (laughs) So that is our first family fun survival tip. Really think about what your goal outcome is. And for me, the reason I chose peace with this scenario is because we did just lose a loved one. You know, there are some broken hearts and different feelings. And so when I go into a situation asking myself, how can I remain peaceful? How can I bring more peace into the situation? It really changes my expectations. That's why family fun survival tip number two is lower your expectations. So first we're focusing on, you know, getting intentional. What's the goal outcome? What what is the intention for spending time together? And the second tip is 
how can I lower my expectations? And Julie, who works with me, we've talked about this a lot, how when we're getting our kids ready for school in the morning, our number one goal is no longer to be on time or for them to be dressed or for them to have everything they need. It's for us to not get frantic. And I think a great way to lower your expectation is have that intention of regardless of what happens, I'm not going to get frantic. So if you're late for something, you're not getting frantic. If the food's disgusting or the food you cook doesn't turn out, you're not getting frantic. If your kid is a jerk to everyone, that frantic energy still won't help you. And so Notice how by lowering your expectations of, guess what? You have children. They are going to throw tantrums, most likely. We've had every child throw some sort of tantrum already in our time down here. Mm-hmm. My Our siblings' kids have thrown tantrums, right? And bringing frantic energy with high expectations, I think high expectations create frantic energy. And so by lowering your expectations and going back to what is your goal intention, what is your goal outcome, I think that that can be really, really helpful. And again, I don't think you lower your expectations like, I'm just going to expect that everyone offends me. That's not lowering your expectations. That's make, that's creating negative expectations. I think lowering your expectations at, you know, I expect everyone to take interest in what I'm doing. I expect everyone to reassure me that I'm doing a good job. I expect everyone to tell me that my children are perfect and I expect my children to behave a certain way. I expect my spouse, my partner to not watch football, but to interact. Just lower all the expectations. Or if you want to have a really good time, don't have expectations. I think that that's always great to not have any expectations, but like expectations are so sneaky. I find it almost impossible to have zero expectations. Well, expectations are a form of trying to control. It's really hard to not have control or to not have the perception of control. And that's why I think that first tip of what is your goal intention and what is your goal outcome as different circumstances pop up, rather than holding them to an expectation or trying to control you approach them with, what would I do if I wanted peace, if peace was the main goal, right? What would I do if my expectation was that I bring understanding to the situation and and move from there? Okay, so now we have our family fun survival tip number three, and I think you're going to really like this one, Eric. Are you ready? It's not all about you. Right? Just we get in these family situations, especially if you're like me and you have a bunch of siblings. It's very easy to revert to our adolescent roles. And part of an adolescent role or our roles that we undertook, like when we were growing up, is like an adolescent, we start thinking everything is all about us. Why aren't people accommodating me this way? Or I'm trying so hard. Why isn't anybody appreciating it? Or I traveled all the way here, right? And also part of that, it's not all about you, is really helpful to remember that the way that people are treating or responding to you in any given situation has Every single thing to do with their mental state in the moment, their physical state in the moment, their emotional state in moment, and very little to do with you. Yeah. When I'm in a good mood and I feel pretty easygoing and peaceful, of course, I can get my feelings hurt and I can get upset by things, but I'm probably going to respond to you just about everything in the same way. When my kids throw a tantrum, I start laughing 
rather than start bringing frantic energy to the table mm-hmm. when I'm in that state. And I'm, and so when you think about, like, think about yourself in that example, every, everyone is like that. And so instead of making it about you, instead of making it about how people feel about you, nobody likes you, no one's happy you're there, no one's appreciating you or whatever your story is, try to observe what's happening. And I was talking to my brother Blake about this and it was really, really interesting and I love it. And I'm going to share it in my Awesome Demand membership. We're focusing on compassion this month and every month we like to focus on something different. And he said this idea of when you see someone making a choice, he likes to think, not just put yourself in their in their shoes, but he likes to think, if I was raised how that person was raised, born when that person was born and had the experiences that person had, I would be making the exact same choice they are. And that was such a good little mental exercise that he shared with me that he takes himself through where so often when we try to put ourselves in other people's shoes, we're still bringing to the table all of our experiences, all of our nature, all of our nurture, all of our the time and place and opportunities we had or, or didn't have. And I just thought that was so amazing when he said, yeah, I'd probably be making the exact same choice they are because you would be that exact person. So you would be making that exact choice. So remembering it's not all about you and really trying to like sit back and observe and understand. In one Buddhist tradition, I share this often because it just resonates with me so much. Love equals understanding. Love equals understanding. And so remembering it's not all about you. How can you bring greater understanding to the scenario? And our fourth family fun survival tip is what's a gift you can give? Here's what I mean by that. We were on a road trip uh, over the summer and I was having a hard time with it. And Georgia Anderson, one of our amazing podcast guests who specializes in children and adult relationships, said, you are giving them such an awesome gift when I was on this road trip. And I stopped and realized I was being all frantic and upset about not enjoying it. Like I was thinking I needed to be enjoying the road trip. And really, when I actually remembered I was giving my kids a gift it took pressure off of me to enjoy it. And then when I took the pressure off of myself to enjoy it, I enjoyed it more. And so in any situation, like I said, you know, I'm ta- I'm texting my brother, I'm calling my sister, my parents, you know, everyone's like 45 minutes away and we're ge- geographically torn, trying to get the cousins together. And they're saying, just do what's easiest for your family. And I stopped and I said, my goal for this trip is for the cousins to have as much fun together as possible. And so the gift I can give is making it easy for the cousins to be together. That did not make it easy for me and Eric. It did not make it easy for anyone else, but the cousins are having the time of their life. And so look at it that way. What's a gift you can give in that way? Can you show up and be a good listener? Can you show up and just be ready to forgive? Like that's a really big gift you can give people. And so I love going into a scenario and rather than putting all this pressure on yourself to like behave or perform or act a certain way. Think of it in terms of there's a gift I have to give today. I'm not sure what it is. I can't wait to see when it presents itself. And then it just becomes like a fun hide and seek situation. Be the person who does the dishes. That's such a good gift. 
Like almost like if you're waiting for an opportunity to see a gift present itself. And then I think, again, that gives you a different focus and a different intention. And that helps with the expectations and the hurt feelings and everything like that. And our fifth and final family fun survival tip that I think you're going to really enjoy and I'm super excited for you to have is you don't have to like these people. Wait, why am I saying that? Okay, seriously, here's the thing. You don't have to like all of the in-laws. You don't have to like all the random cut. Like when you put expectations, I think that I have to like everyone and then I'm like a bad person if I don't like people. But how much do you resent people or find yourself unhappy with people when you're forcing yourself into liking them? You don't feel happy. And I have found if I am not forcing myself to be like, oh, we have to be best friends, I enjoy people so much more and I find true love and understanding for people. So especially if you have unsavory characters, which I'm I'm very fortunate, we really don't have any unsavory characters, but especially if you have unsavory characters, giving yourself permission that you don't have to like them. You don't have to like their behavior because what we start to do is we start to put all these parameters on how people should behave so that we can like them. And then when we put parameters on how they should behave so that you can like them, you dislike them more and more and more. And the reason all of this matters is because you're making it about you. See, when you're making it about you, you're like, well, I need to like everyone. So notice how having to like everyone is selfish. I'm going to break this down for you. If you have to like everyone, you have parameters of what it is you like and what you'll tolerate and respect. Okay. You have those parameters. You have those boundaries. By forcing everyone to adhere to those parameters and boundaries you are making it you are making it impossible for yourself and then when you feel like you have to like everyone and people disappoint you you're even madder and more frustrated with them because you are thinking to yourself i can't like someone who does that because if i like someone who does that i do not like myself notice how it comes back to you so by you forcing yourself to like everyone you're actually trying to control the way everyone else is acting because we cannot live with the definition of ourselves if we like someone who has attributes we don't agree with. Does that make sense? Totally. And so those are our family fun survival tips. I wanted to make this episode quick. You can listen to it on your way to whatever family meal you have, on whatever social event you're doing. I'm going to go through them one more time. The first tip is what is your goal intention or outcome? Do you want peace? Are you there to maintain relationships? Are you there to understand people? Tip number two, how can you lower your expectations? And one of the main ways to lower your expectations is to try not to get into that frantic energy. Remember, if your food turns out gross, if somebody says something offensive, not moving into the frantic space is going to help you Stay in that zen state and have more fun. Appreciate the crazy that is around you. Tip number three, remember it's not all about you. It has nothing to do with you. And a great way to execute on this is to try to observe rather than react and sit in all of it. 
The fourth tip is to ask yourself, what's a gift that I can give today and be looking for an opportunity to give that gift? Is it the dishes? Is it forgiving someone when they say the offensive thing? Is it forgiving someone when they don't remember to like acknowledge a huge thing that's happened in your life? Look for an opportunity to give a gift. And tip number five, you don't have to like these people. You don't have to like everything they do. But I believe that if you listen to Awesome with Allison, your goal is to make the world a more beautiful, loving, and understanding place by feeling a little more awesome. And the way that you're going to feel more awesome is by having more understanding and more compassion. That, again, does not mean that you have to agree with or like everything that everyone around you is doing. And I asked my dad for a bonus tip. Are you ready to hear Craig's bonus tip? I am. He was bustling about the ranch. And I said, hey, dad, we're going to do a quick podcast on family fun survival tips. And he pointed to a giant pile of firewood that he has. And he said, firewood. And I'm like, dad, what do you mean by firewood? And he started just getting silly about it. But he really was like, a crackling fire will lift everyone's spirits. But really, I think there's some genius in what he has to say. My dad is like me and can get very stressed in large social settings. He finds something to do that brings him joy that is bringing other people joy. He's always starting fires. He really is. So he's bustling about. He's very happy starting the fire. It's a nice thing he can do for everybody else. And he has all this firewood. He prepped this activity. He prepped this gift that he can give. But... The important part of it is he gives it regardless of how anyone receives it. So it's great if you have a gift you want to give. It's great if you have an activity you want to bring, whether it's like a musical instrument or starting fires or a pie, but you're only going to be happy if you can give that gift without expectation, which is something I think my dad is really, really great at lifting people's spirits. But if you're ignoring him in his fire, he's so happy doing it. He doesn't care. You see what I'm saying? So there are your family fun survival tips. We are so grateful that you're here. We took a little bit of a break um, in the podcast. We didn't get an episode out every week this week in November. It was my birthday. There was a lot going on. It's not an excuse. I just want you to know that um, we're really, really grateful you're here. We're grateful for this community. We're grateful for all you have to offer and bring. We're grateful to brainstorm and get excited about next year, all of the fun episodes we're going to do. We'd love to hear your suggestions, people you want us to interview, topics you want us to cover. So shoot those to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. That's Allison with one L. Because really, this is a back and forth, a give and take, and so many of the ideas we get are spawned from great suggestions you have. So Eric, do you have a review for us? Yeah, this is from Eliza Henline. She says, I am endlessly grateful for the way that this podcast has changed me. As someone in their early 20s and a whole lot of anxiety, I thought I had a long road ahead of me. Allison's philosophy of creation over consumption has absolutely changed my heart. I feel so much more love for my hands, my ideas, and my life when I remember the ideas she gives. She gave me the courage to change everything, and I am so grateful. Oh, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys sharing the podcast. That was such an awesome review. We're going to send you some goodies. Eliza, you should email us at awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. We always say that sharing is caring and you sharing the podcast. I think that this would be a great podcast episode to share with friends you know who are hanging out with family or um, have, you know, little situations in their life. We appreciate it so much. And I want to remind you that you're doing a really good job. 
You're doing a really, really good job. You have a lot to offer. You're a gift to have around. It is such a blessing if we do have family, if we do have loved ones. Let's remember how lucky and fortunate we are and to open our eyes and look for an opportunity to serve those around us. We have something really fun we're going to be doing on the Allison Show in December where we're going to be sharing love with people. So be sure to look for that on our Instagram. And I want to remind you that only you can be you and you are already as awesome as you need to be. What are you going to take us out on? This is a Christmas piece Ooh. in celebration of the upcoming holidays. Um, also, this week, subscriptions to Pleasant Pictures Music Club are half off. That's a $99 subscription. The code is Turkey Time, all one word. This song is from a brand new collection called Old Fashioned Christmas. The song is called Wake Up Johnny, It's Christmas Again. Mm-hmm.